the bad apple. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name's Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Renee Kivit. Welcome, Pastor Renee. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to be <laughs> together again mm-hmm. um, as we walk through our Following in Jesus Footsteps series. That's right. So last week we talked about generosity, which mm-hmm. was a, a challenging one. It and, was, uh, yeah. Yeah, this week, no less challenging, I know. No less. <laughs> no less challenging. We're talking about fruit. Yes, no. for fruit. <laughs> if you're if a ve- only. If you're a VeggieTale fan. Yes. There's the bad apple yes. uh, in one of the VeggieTales. That was one of my kids' favorites. They love that. Yeah, that was funny. And, uh, <clears throat> so we're kind of we're kind of going there today, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, summer is coming. I'm yes. feeling a little bit like, uh. hurry up. Like, the birds are so chattery and loud in the morning so i'm pumped and you think about like getting out in the garden yeah. right and you're like going to grab a tomato yep or something like sort of big and juicy and you like go to grab it and your and your fingers just <sighs> the other like it looks so perfect yep or you take that first mm. bite and it's like a letdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like right now, those tangerine or, or oh, yeah. those oranges that are like, you peel it, you're so excited, you bite it, it's like all oh, mealy. Like dry rot yeah. or something. It's just yeah. dry. And and uh, I think, you know, all of those <laughs> metaphors of like, it isn't what it seems. False advertising. <laughs> False advertising is um, how Jesus addressed sort of the religious leaders of the day. Yeah. There's a lot of false advertising. Yeah. Right. They're like, this is what it is. This is what it is. Oh, we're actually not going to. It's actually not like that. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like with the fruit. (laughs) So why did they think it was like that? Why did they, they just wanted a checklist to follow? Yeah. I think the the religious leaders wanted people to look at them and honor them. And um, so they were prideful and they certainly were that. And um, you know, it, it, it describes the, the scribes as wearing long, flowy robes. You know, mm-hmm. it's the look at me, mm-hmm. look at me, look, look at what I look like. I'm important. Um, I'm studying the law. I'm telling you exactly what you're supposed to do. And then there was nothing, right? Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> there was just like, it's all talk and no action. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know if you've met someone who, who, you know, when you meet them, they're very, they're exuberant. They're, um, you're, you're kind of drawn in. They're like, they're exciting. And they, they tell you all these things yes. and you're just like, oh my word, this person is so great and so good. And, yeah. and, um, listen to all the things that they've done, you know, and then, you know, a little bit later you encounter them and they're just nothing like what they talked about. Yes. And the, and it's, it's, you know, it's disappointing, it's disillusioning, it, it can actually feel like a quite a betrayal. Yeah, it's like over-promise and under-deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the religious leaders of the day were so um, concerned about following the letter of the law, like to a T, like every, that they, it's like they couldn't shift to, Jesus actually came to build a relationship with us. Yeah. And so they could, it, I don't know if they, if they couldn't make the jump or they didn't want to, or mm-hmm. they just, they were so sure that they understood exactly what they had to do and that they couldn't sort of, um, the, the heart transformation piece was just like almost foreign to them. Yeah. So when you say study the letter <clears throat> of the law, you don't mean like law, you mean biblical law. I mean, the or they law, were more yeah, entwined. The law of, they would call the law of Moses, right? Yeah. The Old Testament law. So, 
Until Jesus came and died, we the, the, the old covenant or the law was what ruled the Jewish people. I mean, Israel was given the law, right? Yes. We were given they were given the ten they were given tons of laws. If you read sort of in the first five uh, books of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you you see you hear lots of the law, and there's law interspersed throughout the rest of the Old Testament too. But Leviticus is very heavy in law, yes. um, and so it it wasn't wrong. It wasn't wrong that they were following the law. Yeah, it's what they understood. It's what they were taught. It's just that they were <clears throat> expounding the law, but not living up to the law. Yeah, <laughs> like they weren't actually living. They weren't practicing what they preached. Yes, and so Jesus like got really really fierce and harsh with them because they had such influence. Mm-hmm. Like people followed them, especially the Pharisees. They, as I was learning and, and reading, like people looked up to them so much so that the government, even the Pharisees were a religious party, not a political party, but the government um, saw how much power and influence they had and, and they had to work with them. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it, it wasn't like this, this little fluff group. No, they were, yeah. <clears throat> they were powerful. And so um, Jesus is saying, wait, 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 wait. You're saying all of these things and people are getting so wound up trying to live to the letter of the law. They just, they can't and they fail. Yeah. Um, in, uh, and so we went to Matthew uh, 23 and, and it is like probably some of the most harsh or strong language that Jesus shares and gives mm-hmm. um, because he is seeing that the, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, the scribes, the Sadducees, sort of those were sort of the main ruling groups. Um, they, uh, in verse four, he says, they are crushing people with unbearable religious demands mm. and they never lift a finger to ease the burden. And so it's just, it's rules, rules, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And yeah. people are just like overwhelmed. Like I can't, I, I can't keep up. I, I'm trying harder. I'm trying harder. Yeah. It's, it's you're I never live up to that. No, standard. you're never going to be yeah. good enough. You're never yeah. going to be good enough. That's a terrible feeling. Yeah. Like, like. You know, sometimes in school, I think you just got to try harder. Or yeah. you're in a race and someone is just like, like run faster. And you're just like, I am running as fast as I, I can. can. Yeah, I have no more run. left. No, yeah. this is my fastest, you know? <laughs> and it's like, well, your fastest isn't good enough. Yeah. Because you're not going to win the race. And so whatever, right? Yeah. Like it's that mentality. And so, you know, Jesus is coming. He comes to the world to say, okay, it's, it's it can't be like that. It, it, it humanly... You can't live up to that. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and so it's just, it's overwhelming. It's unbearable. Um, and so Jesus gets in the face of these religious leaders in front of his disciples and other crowds of people. Mm-hmm. So um, Anne and I were talking, like, is, is are these, like, these powerful woe to you verses, you know? Or is that Jesus just being sad and having a moment and, and sort of reflecting on yeah. it? No. This is actually a public... Um, reprimand reprimand that's a great word yeah Yeah, public reprimand to them like do you see what you're doing to the people and the people are hearing the reprimand too yeah and 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 you know in my head I'm thinking okay sort of set the scene like so here's Jesus there's this big crowd of people that are following him his disciples are there and the religious people are there and he's just he's reprimanding the religious people so that everyone can learn yeah like and when have we needed to (laughs) no one likes that no 
No, no. one wants to be reprimanded. They always to learn. say praise publicly and <laughs> criticize privately. We're right. Not well, Jesus is Jesus, so yes. he gets to do what he gets to <laughs> that do. That is right. Yes. But for you and I, that's probably best. Yes. <laughs> That's what I meant. I wasn't. I wasn't criticizing his, Jesus' method. No, no. Well, no. <laughs> I'm sure the religious leaders felt like, oh, oh yeah, God, couldn't we have done this in another way? Um, but they just couldn't. It's like they just couldn't get on board with him. They couldn't see where he was going. They couldn't understand what he was trying to change. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to say it's not all about this. Like you said at the beginning, this checklist of do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. That's an actually. You, there's nothing you can actually do that's going to make you good enough. Yeah. Other than Jesus dying for you and and coming into relationship with him and allowing he is what is going to make the way for us to be in relationship with God. Mm-hmm. We can't do enough. Um and and so the 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 religious leaders were setting up this system where everyone is going to fail. Yeah. And, and frankly, they were failing. So why did they do that? Why would they want that? Yeah, I don't know why they wanted it. I mean, I think they probably they wanted to do the right thing. And the right thing was to, to ex- learn the law and, and follow it. But I, it was too much for them too. Yeah. Right? Like they were human. Yeah. <laughs> they were human and they couldn't, they couldn't do it either. And, and in fact, <clears throat> excuse me, Nicodemus, mm-hmm. uh, Pharisee, uh, Paul, goodness and who's written half the uh, New Testament I mean there were Pharisees who after encounters with Jesus came to see it Mm, differently yeah right so they were so bound by the law but then they have these like beautiful encounters with Jesus yeah Paul's was a fierce encounter with Jesus and they become changed people and then they become able to understand this relationship piece versus this do this do this do this do this do this yes um, and then I think we can get caught up in the do this, do this, do this, <laughs> right? I mean, we can show up on Sunday morning yes, <clears throat> every week yes, and not, not miss a week. And we can sing the songs and um, we can put our offering in the box on the way in. Yep. And uh, we can smile and yeah. do all the things and go home and be nasty, unkind, gossipy, rude yep. <laughs> people who look nothing like Jesus. Yep. And so... Again, in that way, we, we're presenting this like, like the rotten fruit, right? Yeah. Like we're, we're putting on this exterior, like, look at me. Yeah, I'm and then, here, yeah. Right, and someone, you know, bites in and gets 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 to know us and realizes, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah ooh, that's not, that's not what you showed me or that's not what you yeah. presented to me. Um, and I think the danger is that people are looking at us, mm-hmm. right? We're supposed to be examples in the world <clears throat> of Jesus' love, mm-hmm. his care, his character. And so when we present ourselves as something, but there's no follow-through, that's what people are seeing. Mm-hmm. And that makes a that is a powerful statement without saying anything. Yes, <laughs> right? it is a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I it, mean, ugh, it's a little scary because we can do a lot of harm that way. Okay, so I, I was talking about this to Anne, and I, and I said, like, what's the difference between, th- there's a difference between living a life of hypocrisy mm-hmm. and sinning sometimes and screwing up. Yeah, because right? we all we all fall short. <laughs> right, right. So if I was living a consistent life of saying, like, I'm standing up on Sunday morning and, and preaching this message, but you came and, and, you know, interviewed my kids 
anonymously and they said well actually at home mom is nothing like that yeah she is this 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 and this none of those characters align with jesus you would say well renee is living a life of hypocrisy yes she's living Mm -hmm. a lie right yeah um that's different than when i go when i am living my life with jesus at the center and trying yes with his abilities not because i can try hard enough to do the right thing and sometimes i go home and i scream at my kids and screw up and act like a jerk and apologize yes <laughs> okay that's different yes and so i think the the burden of the pharisees and the religious people the burden was they you never saw the softening you never saw the other side it was mm-hmm. just do this do this do this do this and so there's a striving to be good enough yeah. and to do all the things and to check all the boxes and and we can't no we can't so mm-hmm. you know so I, I hear what you're saying like oof like what you know yeah <clears throat> we're not gonna be perfect no mercy no. I mean I'm not and but Jesus can if if, if Jesus is at the center and and our relationship with him is is what is driving us mm-hmm. then for the most part people will still like people will see that but if jesus is not in me and i'm just doing the things people will see what's in me which is not jesus yes right so so yeah we're gonna screw up sometimes and we're gonna we're gonna sin we're gonna gossip we're gonna say the wrong thing yep. and however <laughs> If that's it's different between that being a lifestyle and that happening sometimes. Yes. Um, and so I think that's what sort of is the key. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus is saying one of the one of the ones that I that I um, you know really like of this message to the this message of hypocrisy is uh, comes from verse twenty five and he's like you're so careful to clean the outside of your cup, <laughs> but the inside is full of greed and self indulgence. So like. It's just exterior, exterior, exterior. Yes. Um, but the inside is, you know, is dirty, is full of all the things that aren't Jesus. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so I, I and so it's a it's a massive challenge. I hear what you're saying. Like yeah. will we let people down? Yes. Yeah. Cause we're cause we're human. Yes. But I think even in our sinful screw ups from time to time, people can still see Jesus when he is in us Mm -hmm. you know in how we then behave after like if you know you've made a mistake and you should do what you can to repair that Mm -hmm. or sometimes I think um I think that we can repair other hurts Mm, how so what do you mean well I mean you mean from other people yeah, like if so, if you know someone has been hurt mm-hmm. by someone mm-hmm. in the church, you might go out of your way to mm. show them that that is that that was done to them in error. And yeah. even though they didn't receive an apology, not everyone is mm. like that. Like a redeeming, yeah. Like help them redeem the situation. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, or not, no, it does. It does. I think. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful way to show jesus love his forgiveness to us that we can extend to other people yeah absolutely because mm-hmm. if, if if the only way i'm able to forgive or to love like i can is because jesus is in me yeah it's not because i am great or something so no. so when that can come out when that can be yeah. shown um yeah and and when we and it, that only really comes from our full surrender to him mm-hmm. which is hard <laughs> 
So <clears throat> what are we called to do or what should we do if we encounter someone who is sort of like a Pharisee that hmm. that once you get to know them, you right. see, you're like, oh, well, yeah. I sit mm. beside them in church on Sunday and we've begun spending yes. time. Well, mm-hmm. now what? Because, you know. I wouldn't do the woe to you, you blind guides. And no, not in the middle of the service next Sunday. You. Don't. <clears throat> yeah. I think um, if we encounter someone like that, yeah, I think we need to begin a journey of prayerfully checking our motives. Yeah. Because um, that can be, oh man, like we can be, we can always see something in someone else that we can't see in ourselves. Yes. Right? Like that's like the speck. In our or in their yeah. eye, but we've got this huge two by four log sticking out yeah. of our own. Yep. Um, I think we need to carefully check our motives, but I also think that God calls us to speak truth in love to one another. Yeah. In love. Yep. <laughs> to one another, and so I think there's ways that I've had people come alongside me and say, like, Renee, this is unusual behavior, or like, yeah, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and those are hard conversations, mm-hmm. but they have been spoken to me in love, um, and they were truthful. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's me again going back to saying, "Okay, Lord, I haven't given you all of these parts. I keep taking this back. I yeah. keep behaving in my old ways, um, in my humanness, and I need you to. I need I need to give that back to you because I'm not showing. I'm people are not seeing me and seeing you. Yeah. They're just seeing me in my yucky, right? Oh, that so. wouldn't feel very good to have someone look at you and say, well, I don't see Jesus <clears throat> at all. Oh, my word, right? Yeah. That sounds terrible. It does. Yeah. It does sound terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's, yeah, it's just a challenge. It's not, it's not easy. It's, I have at times read this passage and been like, yeah, like you go, Jesus, you tell yeah. them, you know, <laughs> as if I have never been like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the conviction is close when we mm-hmm. let when we let Jesus convict us because we can close ourselves off to him. Yeah, we can close ourselves off to his voice, um, and just sort of no, I'm not I'm not going to listen to that. I'm putting it away and putting it away because he doesn't force himself on us. No, but um, when we stay close to the vine, I love that expression. Mm. When we um, <clears throat> are daily talking with him, yeah. reading his word. The correction that can come from that is so important mm-hmm. and, and needed yeah. and needed. And so, you know, um, we see Pharisees who have who experience that correction, who experience Jesus and are like, whoa, yeah, OK, what I'm doing is wrong and I, I need to change my ways. Yeah. And so that's like, to me, that's the hope of being shown mm-hmm. the rottenness or the sides yeah. that need to be given to Jesus. Um, and he, like, and this is what is so beautiful. Yeah, he, he is fierce and he comes down on them because they were inhibiting other people from coming yeah. to know Jesus personally. So like, yes, this is a huge problem. Um, and when pastors fail publicly, mm-hmm. that is a huge problem. It is a huge problem. Because yeah. often people are following the pastor. Uh, not the Jesus. Narcissism, mm-hmm. narcissism is a problem there. Mm-hmm. We see that in leadership. You can see that on the news. You can, you can see that. And so because people are following us as leaders, 
I, I think the responsibility is even greater. Yeah. Even greater. And so, yeah, sometimes a public reprimand is needed to fall, to come back, to fall on our knees and say, I'm sorry, I've done this wrong. I need to, I need to repent and I need, and I, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to do yeah. the right thing. Right. And so that only comes in full surrender, mm-hmm. not just a partial exterior wash. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, mm. it is hard and it's tough work and it requires serious introspection mm-hmm. and it requires giving up what people might what you want people to maybe think of you or it, you know, it, it is <laughs> it requires work yes <laughs> it definitely requires work. Um, but to for his glory not for ours yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah wow well oh just an easy message yes, just an easy just an easy one today <laughs> do you have any closing thoughts for us as we finish up yeah i think um be true be the true fruit be the apple that you bite into and it's sweet mm-hmm. and uh because jesus is in you um and no no one acknowledge it's because jesus is in you not because you're doing it yourself mm, um yeah give him the glory because it is his um, and that helps us stay in our place stay in line you know? yes yeah. oh that was great thank you very much renee If you need to talk to Renee, if you'd like to discuss anything with her or have any questions, you can reach her at Renee at WayneFleetBIC.com. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you very much for tuning in today. Um, We're glad to have you with us and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week.